with, from the Battle Born Broadcast Center, it's Cofield and Company. All right, here we go. Cofield and Company here on a Tuesday. JBT is here at the Battle Born Broadcast Center. Justin Watkins, our legal insider, voice of reason, former public servant, will be in with us as well. Ari's back in the Finley Toyota studios. John, what's going on, buddy? Um, nothing. Nothing at all. A lot's going on. You just said you were working your patootie off. Uh, yeah, that's very Busy true. times. Yeah, that's a good point. I've been working a lot. So there's a lot of basketball. I did eat on the way here, so that made me very happy. What'd you I was get? very hungry. What'd you get? I got. I tried a, a Wagyu burger oh, really? from a fast that food fast joint. Food? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I heard it's pretty good. No? I can see why it would be good, but also... 11 bucks? Well, Nine? Uh, I think the combo was like 11 or 12. That's oh, not bad. No, it wasn't. But the problem is, is that clearly somebody ordered one. And then didn't no. like get it, and so they just had one made and just gave uh, it to me. Yeah, it was a little underprepared. When did you find out how far down the road? Oh, like when I took a bite. Yeah, like probably I was already way gone. Ah, all right, all right, way gone. Mom's sad for you. That's all right. That's depressing. It's very depressing. It was a little disappointing. I'll yes. tell you that. Uh, let's do a pick me up here. Let's give away some tickets. LPGA is in town. Coming up May 28th to the 24th, they got the Bank of Hope LPGA Match Play Tournament. Ari's got tickets right now. You can grab yours at AXS.com, LPGA, Shadow Creek. Coming up, 364-1100, caller number seven. So big day across the uh, LV Sports Network. If you don't know, we've got four stations, 1230 the game is where a lot of play-by-play is. But today, of course, over on uh, Raider Nation Radio 920, right now Q Myers is rocking and rolling in a little bit. Coverage begins with RTHG on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 1340 and 98.9 FM. That is our hockey station. That's where the game will be broadcast, play-by-play with Dan Duva and Gary Lawless. So uh, pregame starts up at 4 o'clock, and then Duva and Lawless come on at 5. And, of course, uh, RTHG has pre and post and intermission. So make sure you're on 1340 today and 98.9 FM if you're not with us. Uh, Right out of the gates – we know that at times Ari's accuracy can be called into question. What was it on Friday that he played for us and a bite ended and you're like, yeah, that's not her. Uh, he played a clip that he said was Candace Parker, but I think it ended up being Asia Wilson. All right. Well, we have him off answering the phone, so he won't be to answer this question. I looked last night because I was very fired up to watch All-American because I had heard May or early June, and I haven't seen season five yet because I tried to go to the CW and I got on it too late. There's a lot going on in the All-American. I don't know if you watch it. I have, it's, and it's All-American, not the All-American. But it's one of Adam Hill's favorite shows. I jumped on it. It was my travel show, or, uh, all during UNLV basketball and football. It's a teen drama, just like most of the shows that Adam Hill watches. Right. And I jumped on it. I was so excited after season four to get on season five. And I'm like, what? I got to wait like two months? Ari is claiming that it's up on Netflix. I checked last night. It was not there. Oh, there's no way it's on Netflix. So... What do you want to bet on this one? I got um, an email. Anything. When I punch up Netflix, will it be available? Because knowing Ari, what he did was he didn't actually see it on Netflix. He saw something on the mention like, of it. Uh, yes, on some sort of social media platform that said it was on Netflix. So now he's just running with that instead of checking it. Like, you know, uh, shit. 20 bucks to Ari if it's actually available during this break. All right. I got okay. Netflix, I have gonna, Netflix you, on you, here. You throw in. No, no, no. We don't have to derail. Just, we don't have to go Willie Ramirez down the rabbit hole and start ignoring the show. That's a, That's not a shot at you, Willie. Don't get, don't get fixated. Don't get fixated. So the bet is in place. This will be a quick payoff if we remember. Can I also say I actually don't I have no idea what the show is. I didn't know what it was until I saw it in the rundown. Today. You'll be able to find it. I mean, you'll it's 
got a clear graphic. It's not something you have to search for. No, I mean, I looked it up just now, like when you sent the rundown. It's so I a, looked it, but like, I think you'd like it. It's a little, uh, it's, it's a little bit of a teenage show, but here's the thing. It's like most teenage shows where the actors are actually like 23 to 35. Correct. And the subjects are very in tune with whatever the current news is. Yeah. I think you'd like it. It's, um, it's close enough to accuracy wise to, to the real sports world. So think about it. If our buddy, big Adam oh, likes it and can tolerate it, that means it's passable. Cause he skewers every movie because he wants it to be as close to real life as possible. Oh, it's sports uh, related. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's, oh, okay. it's about a high school, a high school star. Oh, Switching okay. high schools, all that, you know, doinking out a bunch of chicks who were, you know, overly hot. There's no one plain looking in the show. I'll tell you that. Right. There's it no never Steve is. Cofield's in the in the. I won't throw you there's in. There's never people like us. No, there's <laughs> no, in high school dramas. There might be a couple of dorks, but uh, you're not a dork. Um, I feel kind of dorky today because I'm kind of sad. LeBron James is out for the season. Right. It's done. No injury, but it ended last night. Close, but no cigar again. And I see so many people out there, and as I call them, chumps, who don't appreciate the athletes we have right now. And when they're gone, they're gone. Yep. And you can really dislike someone. Like, I, I don't know if you were on the day when uh, the Lakers, it, it may have been a couple, may have been a couple days later, Lakers eliminated Golden State. And when I was watching, I was like, yes, God, I can't stand Golden State. You know, led by Draymond Green, you know, he drives me nuts. Clay Thompson is annoying. Steph's out I'm like, yeah. But then part of it hit me where Clay Thompson's on the bench and he's looking like really sullen. I thought Draymond just basically quit in the game, mm-hmm. committed a bunch of stupid fouls and then limped off the floor as if he was injured. I don't know. But that moment hit me where I was like, oh man, this sucks. Like this is like the, one of the all time great teams of any era. And they're probably not going to be able to make a run like they've just made. They're going to have to lop off a couple of pieces. Like I got sad, but I don't like the Warriors. So what is it with LeBron where people are so entrenched, so dug in, where the memes start coming out and people just start annihilating them? I, I really don't know. It's all built up with the Jordan stuff. Like that's where everything begins and ends when it comes to LeBron. But I will never understand the joy when you watch somebody feel fail. I know we're not allowed to say that with Giannis, uh, but <laughs> fail in their goals of winning a championship. And, and like just the constant the attempts to try to undermine him almost every step of the way, I've never really understood it with LeBron. Like, why we can't appreciate how good he is as a player. Like, even Steve the other day, so he's asked about Carmelo Anthony's retirement, and he's like, hey, or should be, yeah, retirement. And he's like, yeah, I remember when I saw his first playoff game in Denver. And people immediately are like, he's a liar. His first playoff game was on the road. He's like, that's not what he's saying. He's saying he was, when he was in Denver for the first time, like the first playoff game in Denver, he's not saying game one was in Denver. You know, it's little things like that that people are constantly going after it for him, and I don't really understand it. And you get the legacy talk immediately. You know, you see people – I know is Anthony – is it Lima out in Cleveland with the uh, – you know – Anthony Lima, yes. Lima. Sorry, excuse me. I didn't want to assume he, it was he the does, bean. Uh, the fan in Cleveland. Yeah. So, and I know you've had him on in the past before, but, like, he immediately tweets out. He's like, you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, four rings seems kind of light for somebody for LeBron's career. And it's like, are we really doing this – the second that the season's over, we're, we we're like, we're going to do this every single time. Not really. And, and, that, and the, the thing that's so annoying is just throwing that out there. Be like, oh, four rings seems kind of light. Like, first off, like, to win four rings in general is quite the achievement. It ignores the nuance of what he had to go up against when you're talking about those Cleveland years. When you're, when you're facing the team that you just mentioned, one of the greatest collections of talent we've ever seen on a single team. But I just don't understand... 
why you have to do it the second the season's over for this guy. You can't even let it rest for a day. I, I don't I don't understand it at all. So now we're facing an NBA with the Western Conference finished for nothing. Mm-hmm. The Celtics could bow out tonight. If that happens, we've got Heat Nuggets, which we got a lot to break down with the Heat Nuggets. I don't think other people have a lot to break down. I heard some struggling in the uh, trembling voice of uh, Drunk Joe Namath back with Susie Colbert. Um, I think people are thrown for a loop right now. Listening to ESPN Radio on the way in, and Chris Carlin guessed it on his own show, and it just sounds like they're having trouble. LeBron is a big story, and the Lakers are a big story. We can all address that, but for the next week, I don't know what people are going to talk about if they haven't been paying attention to the Nuggets. I listen on the way in as well to Fox Sports Radio. I like Covino uh, and Rich, who were on there, who were more of a you know kind of a FME type talk show, but they do they do a lot of sports. And not that they were struggling. They were actually throwing out nugget storylines because they don't know any. That's mm-hmm. what it but, is. But, but you don't cover. And, and a lot of this is a lot of this is the way sports are covered now. And, you know, our name of our station, ESPN, we're not owned by ESPN, but ESPN Las Vegas, ESPN, they're, I don't know if they're wrong on this, but they're so built on reporting stories from the East and reporting. And really LeBron is an Eastern player mm-hmm. who, you know, now made the transition over to the West and the Lakers. And it's the biggest franchise in the history of the league. Everyone is so conditioned to covering kind of the, those Eastern stories. And again, I don't know if it's the wrong thing to do, but everyone's going to wake up potentially tomorrow and be like, wait, what? The nuggets Denver with a little familiarity on Jokic from like the last 10 days a two-time MVP, go figure that, mm-hmm. and drumming up these stories. Maybe, maybe this is the good thing about teams that we'll say are off the radar from a media and fan standpoint. It's on you guys, too. Everyone listening right now, don't, don't look at us and go, oh, we're all to blame. This is the chicken and the egg deal. You know, are we feeding, what you, you, know, feeding you what you want, or are you only being fed what we want? Because I think it's a little of both. So we could wake up tomorrow – the NBA Finals isn't until next Thursday because they have a hard start. And I guess it could be a positive. We're going to learn about the Nuggets, or there's just going to be no chatter before the Finals, and Denver's going to get a tiny bit more attention. But the hype going into this thing could be really weird. It could be. I think it's it's going to be somewhat, I won't call it one-sided hype, but I think the easy storyline to follow, if it is tomorrow, or you know, if it is after tonight ended, it's going to be, it's going to be Miami and Jimmy Butler. And the heat and heat I actually, culture. I actually think for the next two days, it's still going to be the Lakers, LeBron, and their future, and the Celtics. And do we? I, this is one of my favorite topics. Do we break up two guys who are twenty six and twenty four years old? Yeah, because they haven't done it yet. Like that's it. Oh. Can't do it. Yes, Brown and Tatum got to break them up. No, you don't. I uh, that'll, that'll carry for another day or two. Boston's going to freak out about you know Missoula, mm-hmm. so that's going to be. But you might get three days of. Oh my God, the glamour franchises aren't out. That cuts it down to four days prep, and maybe some people will come up with some nuggets angles. I I mean, I I think Jokic and his background is fascinating. And the fact I I I wanted, I actually wanted the Jokic brothers to rush the TNT stage and go after Barkley. They lifted up, they lifted up Mike Malone, which by the way, on Fox Sports National, they called him Mike Maloney about 10 times. Get out of they here. They were not dude. joking either. No. They corrected themselves, but they kept going back there. Yeah. Mike Maloney. 
That's bad. which he's already he's already spinning, you know, in anger with the with the weird coverage. It's and it's not weird coverage with the coverage that the Nuggets have gotten. Now people don't even know his name. And by the way, it's supposed to be Michael. Right, right. So he yelled at Cassidy him, Hubbard. Every time we call him Mike, yeah. I'm sure he's getting more and more angry. Yeah, he, he yelled at Cassidy Hubbard for that for people who haven't seen these him. Are, go watch these it. are crazy times in the NBA. I think they're good times, but they're crazy times. Yeah, they are. But I think like when it comes to Denver, I don't know. I mean, and again, I'm I'm one of those people that are too close to the sun to look around. I mean, you everything with Nikola Jokic. How about the fact that over a year ago Jamal Murray had torn his ACL and it looked like you have no idea what his future was going to be like? There was a great story that he apparently after he tore his ACL that day. He actually asked Michael Malone, are you guys going to trade me because I'm damaged goods? <laughs> like that's that's an incredible story to now watch him be, to, to watch him do this. How about Aaron Gordon, one time thought to be a cornerstone for the Orlando Magic when he was there, now being a, an ultimate role player for a team like the Denver Nuggets. You know, KCP, like there's so many different storylines and great stuff. You know, everybody's sleeping on it, as you're saying, because yes. like, but I think there are. But if it were the Lakers, the Knicks, the Sixers, the Celtics, mm -hmm. or anyone else involved with LeBron, you're like, oh, these great but stories. These are great stories. This is the thing that kind of bugs me, though. It's it's just that. If you take these teams and throw them in different uniforms, we know all these stories. We're talking about all this. Lisa Salters isn't going on Rich Eisen's show and saying that she's watching Nikola Jokic for the first time. Yeah. Like that's, that's not great for the primary sideline reporter to openly admit that. And I'm sure she meant in person, but still. To say stuff like that, or she even said in the same in the interview that she was texting people like this Jokic guy's pretty good. Like, do you feel like this ever happens in the NFL? No, with the Cincinnati's. I'm not going to say Green Bay of the past because they had Rodgers. No, like when Cincinnati makes the Super Bowl, I don't. I didn't feel like everyone was like Bengals. Who's on the team? I agree. I, that's one of my main thoughts immediately when I was watching all of this happen is you don't have a worry of coverage when it comes to the National Football League. Well, and I don't it, know if it's it, because the product is so big right. that it doesn't matter what market it is. Yeah. But it's, like the I'm NBA, NBA is not a regional thing. It's a global thing. There's it, it has a massive following in all these different countries. I don't think there should be any excuse. You know, and I know that Caleb, or Caleb Herring, the play-by-play -play voice or color. Uh, hold that. UNLV. Hold that. You're going to go, Caleb. A little at five o'clock hour. Oh, okay, sorry, up. sorry. Hold, sorry, hold sorry. it, hold it. You're lining up. We disagreed. You're, with you're you're lining up to go after people. Hey, reminder: tomorrow we're going to be on the road. Steve's here. Summer tour begins. We do this every year. We hit three, four stops around the city of Las Vegas. Summer tour tomorrow kicks off at Ellis Island Casino Hotel and Brewery. Steve is going to be on with Cofield and Company, along with former UFC Octagon girl Brittany Palmer, talking about her art, talking about her experience around the UFC. We'll be live in the front yard. You buy an entree, Steve's here is going to uh, buy you a beer, and uh, they have a great brewery there. Established in 1998, voted best of Las Vegas repeatedly, repeatedly. Go check out the uh, latest menu up on the web at Ellis Island. But tomorrow, live show, just off the strip, Ellis Island Casino, Hotel and Brewery, a live co-field and company as we start off the Steve Sear Summer Tour at 3 o'clock. It's time to kick off the summer in Vegas with Cofield and Company and the Steve Sears Summer Tour. We'll be live in the front yard this Wednesday, 3 to 6 p.m. Come grab a beer and watch the show live at Ellis Island. I mean, I, I listen, I listen to every word J.J. just said. I don't understand much of what he just said, but I listen. But go ahead with well, it. You didn't play, you first, and then I'll try. There's you didn't play. I didn't comprehend. I'm sorry. You don't understand our athletic mortality. Three I games understand. at wherever South Dakota, uh, Winston-Salem State doesn't count. I got you. I understand. I got a degree, and I'm here on TV, TV with you. I must be doing something right. 
Oh, you're let's definitely go. doing things right. You damn right. Go ahead. Okay, guys, <laughs> let's go. Hanging at the Battleborn Broadcast Center, it's Cofield and Company. That is a magical clip. Magical clip. Do you want to explain what was going on there between J.J. Redick, who, of course, when Stephen A. comes in after a, a game like that in a series like that with mm-hmm. the Lakers and LeBron's talking about retiring, you know Stephen A. is going to go in on him. Well, Redick is there to be the player representative. And so Redick got a little bit pissed off and got a little personal, which, by the way, happens all the time on shows like this and on TV. It's not a big deal. I thought that was tremendous. I mean, it's a good point, right? Redick just comes over the top. You don't really understand what we're like, what an athlete goes through, especially at LeBron's level. Yeah, it, it's human nature when you have a foot injury that's been bothering you for a long time that you might need surgery on. You just got swept. Probably going to get caught up in your emotions when somebody asks you about, "Hey, you want to go through the grind of another ninety-plus game schedule?" <laughs> like, yeah, I got a lot to think about. I don't think he's going anywhere. Athletic mortality. Yeah, it does suck. Of course, even and, when you're and great. those of us who all played whatever, you know, thirty-eight years old, like. All of us being done at 16, 17, 18, 20, 22, whatever, and then you know you can do your rec league crap. But for these guys who play at the highest level and are superstars from like 13 years old, 25 years later, you're like, it starts to creep in. Like maybe this is just not going to happen at the same level. I want to win championships, and this was really depressing. And I mean, I had no problem with what LeBron said afterwards. And J.J. Redick, who is a former player, who is the rarity as a former player, and this is why I like him, who doesn't hate on current players, which I still can never figure out why that's the bit. Why guys get to a certain age and are like, back in my day, you're 37. There's guys younger than LeBron who do back in my day. Stop. And Redick is, at almost every turn, a defender of the current day player. He just left the league. And when Stephen A is going off on players, you heard it there. Reddick's like, you played at Winston, Winston-Salem State. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And then what's what's Stephen A going to say to that? Like, I'm doing okay. I actually, You're, right. You're doing okay. I, I I am disappointed in J.J. Reddick. He softened the blow with that. Um, you know, at the end of it, he was kind of like, ah, oh, you know, I know you've you've done well for yourself. I guess he apologized later on the show. Why? It's good. I have no idea. And it's then, by the way, busting. when when we have, like, I'll give you a good example, right? We were just busting Ari's chops. A couple of minutes ago. I don't even know if he was listening at the time. Sure. He just won $20 during the break. Yeah, he did. When you were on the phone taking the prizes or taking the call for the prizes, you had mentioned before the show that All-American is up on Netflix. And I said, I've, I've been waiting six weeks, really depressed. And I looked last night and it wasn't there. Then you send on your list of stories today because Ari sends in stories. We love them. That All-American is on Netflix, and I'm like, it's not. I guarantee your information's wrong. And guess what? I looked it up during the break. It's there. Season 5, ready to go. You get $20. I heard something about a bet, but I didn't know it was me. So that's that's yes, wonderful. And uh, shout out to Danny who tweeted me or uh, texted me, you're good. I got. He showed me proof. So yeah. We also dropped six F-bombs that you missed. Um, <laughs> I got anyway. all of those. They were C-bombs. <laughs> this, is, this, is what, this is what happens, right? Ari's doing – he's jack of all trades. But us busting on Ari, we don't – need to come back and apologize. What I also don't need is when these things start happening, right? On this show, if you and Ari started going at it, what am I doing? You you walk away. <laughs> yeah, right? or, or that, stir the pot. Stir the pot. Here's Molly Karam at the end of the conversation. Like, J.J. Reddick and Stephen A. are going to go off on each other. Help it. Help it. Go ahead, okay, guys, let's go. 
I mean, what? That's the whole point of the show, isn't that it? That is the antithesis of what you should do as the lead on a show. What you should be stand, doing. Let them stand up and throw hands. And be, by the way. And I don't know if they were all in studio together because they do that split screen stuff. And yeah, it, it you never tell. Wendy is, BBW's there. He's he's on, I don't know if he's on the set, but he's in the shot. Big Brian Windhorse, right? Our buddy BBW. He is in, in his screen. He is just giggling. Yeah. He's loving it. Because Stephen A never gets back down. And every once in a while, JJ Reddick is like, stop. Give me Molly again. Yep. Go ahead, okay, guys, you. let's go. <laughs> no, no, let's not go. Let's not go. Molly should have thrown in there like Stephen A actually averaged like two points a game, JJ. Yeah. You know, like, 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 on, like subtly defended yeah. him, but just <laughs> freaking ugh, right? just keep going. Just, now I will say too, in JJ Reddick to be, to take the serious path really quickly, JJ Reddick did just recently really open up about like his process of retirement and why he wanted to do it. And you know, one of the things that he talked about was like he's like, when I woke up and realized that I, it's not about the season, it's the off season. It's getting trained, keeping your body ready, doing all the little things throughout the off season that keeps you ready to go by the time you get to the regular season. He's like, that's when I knew. He's like, I'm done. Yeah. So there's a lot more work that's about to start for LeBron because you have to keep your body prepared. You get a couple weeks off, maybe, but there's a lot that goes into keeping that body the way that it is. Reddick is such a welcome source in these conversations. Now, he's not LeBron James. He never was. Mm. But the end of the career, the thoughts of a player and a player of that level, it is fascinating. Of course. Like, I don't know what's going to go into him walking away or if he sits out for a year. I don't know. Is there a possibility that he's just like, I'm, I'm done or he maybe pulls an Aaron Rodgers and just waits for three months and then tells the Lakers shortly before. Well, he, I mean, I would think LeBron's got respect for the organization. If he's going to sit out a year, hmm. he'll probably tell him. But I mean, the other idea that was floated last night is maybe he just sits out and then waits for his son. So ridiculous. Which, by the way, I never got to my point the other day about Wemby number one pick this year and this is you know and, and Woj is saying it's the best prospect ever the most important number one pick now is next year's with Bronny no it's not he's going number one no he's not. and you're getting LeBron James you know you're not he's, yes he's still under contract with the Lakers you he'll don't get force to, him he'll force them to move, to move him you don't just get to do that yes no that's not if happening. LeBron says I'm going I will bet I will bet money Whatever we want to do, I will bet money. Really? Ronnie James is not going to be the first overall pick. Do you think Ronnie will play with LeBron two years from now? No. He's really? already – He had a quote. This is why I'm also working with information. Ari, can you lend me the $20 you just won so I can bet it on this bet? Um, I'm out of money. Absolutely. In, Jan in January, he was quoted. LeBron. He said, yeah, I want to play with him or against him. I just want to play on the same floor mm, as my son. That seems insane to me. Yeah. There's a lot that has to happen. There's a lot, a lot that has can, to happen. What? A lot that He's just going to be on an NBA team, and then he knows what the schedule looks like. How hilarious will it be if Bronny is like an eight-point-per-game guy for USC? Because he's, maybe he's really like a three-year college player, and that's what he should do. He is. And he comes out, and he's still a top-five pick. And then the team that picks him doesn't get LeBron. And then he's a DNP the night that they actually yeah. play each you, other. You, you, can, you know what? When Bronny's in his fourth year and really ready in the NBA, that's when you get LeBron. Yeah. He'll be 44. And that would work out. Lakers contract expires. You know, there we go. You can get LeBron then. We'll get to more of what's going to happen with LeBron. We will talk about the nuggets and the lack of attention that uh, Mike Maloney, as uh, one national show was calling him today. It can't be right. Uh, up next, everyone waits for it every single day. Uh, more. This is not good news. Yesterday was like a double punch to the freaking 
Naz, the A's lose, they get ripped, and then they send down one of their prospects. I don't get it. Cofield and Company is live at the Battleborn Broadcast Center. Call Battleborn Injury Lawyers at 702-766-1400. Hanging at the Battleborn Broadcast Center, it's Cofield and Company. Oh, look at this guy. That's the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah. So I remember a request about, uh, I don't know, eight shows ago. I said, anytime I get sucked into talking about the A's, Mm. I just want to go back to Jamaica and hear some steel drums. That was the vacation. So we started talking to A's yesterday, and Willie looked over at Ari, and he's like, drums? So I think he he got it. Wow. I think he got it. Well, actually, this, I feel like Bob this is Marley. where Molly Caram. I feel like this is where Molly Caram jumps in, and she's like, "Stop, guys! Guys, ahead, okay, stop guys. it! Stop!" Go. Okay, we're Let's gonna go. we're gonna move on here. Ari, right, is that your new prompt? Anytime we get on you, you'll just have Molly step up and go. Okay, leave him alone. Yeah, for as long as uh, the bit lasts. Yes. Okay. Even though I long. actually titled that rejoin earlier uh, as SAS Steve versus JJ Willie. Ooh, spot okay. on, right? And I let you guys go because it's hilarious watching you bigger. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, A's get blown out again last night by Seattle. First of a four-game series. Are they going to get swept? We'll see. Last night was minus 335 on the side of Seattle. (laughs) That makes it 4-16 and in May, 12 of 14 losses. And the thing that really got me, and again, it's fantasy-related, also aviator-related. Yeah. Jordan Diaz has been up. He's been playing all right. He had a three-homer game, infielder, one of their better prospects. I look in the lineup last night, I'm like, Tony Kemp? 0 for 4 with 3 strikeout? Why is he playing? Well, Jordan Diaz, prospect, got sent down. So maybe there's some, maybe his defense has been a nightmare and I've missed it, or they feel like he's regressing. He's only hitting 217. Say, what's the freaking point of Tony Kemp blocking? Just let the guy play. Got to maximize your roster. You want to win some games, Steve. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, you want to get out there and you want to you get as many of the good players out there as possible. I'm with you. If it's a young guy like Diaz, let him flounder. As long as you're actually giving him some confidence, like, hey, man, don't worry. Like, you know, you'll work through it. You're getting used to major league pitching. We just want you to, you know, have a good grasp of what this game is like up here. It's not like he's going to get the yips and, like, fall apart as long as he knows he's got the backing to struggle and learn. Should the A's management have to listen to us or we're going to give him $400 million in public money? You play the guys who are going to be ready in a couple of years for us. Yeah. Wait till no, next. No Tony Kemp's. Wait till next Thursday when I go for $2 beer night. I'd like to see Diaz in person. Oh, yeah. You're going uh, to Thirsty Thursday? Yeah. You hear us talking yesterday about the uh, Savannah Bananas? So I know that did... Unreal. I was just, Did you go? No. Okay. The SO went yes. on Friday night. I she comes that. home and she's like, we got to go Saturday. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Oh, and you went? No, I didn't. Oh. I, I, I looked up. Uh, she was like, oh, we'll bring two of our friends. I looked up the tickets on midday Saturday. It was four tickets with fees with $604. Seriously? Yeah. They sold out both nights. Holy smokes. Willie told the story yesterday. He called up Don Logan a couple months ago, and Don's like, can't get you tickets. It's like one of the hottest tickets in town. Wow. They are a social media phenomenon. And I, you know what? I, I have to go. When I speak to the SO tonight, and I probably should have brought it up this morning, but when I, I think she didn't say it, but I think, no, I don't want to do it. Okay. Nope. I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound misogynistic. 
in okay. trying to describe her interest as not being just on baseball and comedy. Like the hot baseball players or something? I didn't say that. Okay. You did. Well, they do like the bats on fire, don't they? I don't I don't know a lot about them. I'll, I'll be honest. I've I've got a lot of important things to get done on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. Sure. There's a lot of important things to scroll through. <laughs> a lot. I was oh, man, it was a 3-hour night last night. It was rough. 3 hours of stop. scrolling through I it. I couldn't stop. I have stories for the next couple of weeks. Your algorithm. It's all for work. Got to be a nightmare. No, it's actually it is so cleaned up. Because you remember that early on on TikTok, uh, Adam Hill mentioned to us, he's like, you're, you're going to get caught in a vortex. And, and when I first got on it, I was like, man, all I'm, for some reason, TikTok just keeps, keep, keeps feeding me like, like moms with just giant tops. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me, he's like, yeah, it's because you're watching. Yeah, them. that's you. That's yeah. your fault. You're liking the videos and watching. Them. Oh, no. Now last last night last night was a lot of food. Oh, a so a lot of food. You'd laugh at a mine. lot of drinks, a lot of a lot of bar hacks. Bar hacks like going to bars and like no okay. uh, home bar acts like how to make a drink. You know, uh, hey, okay, here's yeah, a yeah. here's a half thing of limeade. Pour this and this in, and then some you know grenadine, and you're good. Yep. So I got stuck on those. Mine sports and a lot of recipes and cooking stuff. That's pretty much it. Well. I will also say, I don't know what's going to happen now. And I don't even know if I'm going to be able to produce like one vid a week, but I actually did post my first video up there. I just grabbed a shot for a minute of the show. Okay. Of us talking about Brittany Griner. All right. Now I gotta and that, this. she looked a little heavy in her first game. And I was questioning whether she can get up and down the floor. Now her numbers were gigantic, especially in game two. But if the aces will be able to run her ragged and off the floor. You have two videos up. Uh, I think one was just a uh, oh, one of them just one story. was just like a picture, yeah, you know, gotcha. headshot. What is that? I don't. I wanted to go with the most cheesy radio-looking picture. Man, you might want to new get a new picture. <laughs> that was a rough one. Uh, rough quality, rough old looking. Yeah, rough old looking. Yeah, that was for my sure. Christmas tie. That was my Christmas tie shot. Can't even see the tie. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, my the only good pictures now that are headshots are something that uh, gets kind of cartoonized. Those work. But real, real pictures. It's not. It's not right. good. It's not. You don't want to do it. I had to take a headshot for work over at Visa, and I hated it. I That's see all, all my colleagues have like are using their new headshots as like Twitter profile pictures. And I'm like, threw, you threw your tractor right nope. across I'm the like, laptop in the garbage. Appreciate you guys sending this to me. Our photographers are great. It's in the trash. Did a lot of good work. I'm not using that. Uh, coming up in just a couple minutes, Darren Millard, Hockey Insider, of course from VGK Insider Show. He is on the road in Dallas. We're getting ready for Game Three, two nothing lead for the Golden Knights. Darren's going to tell us what's going on down in Dallas. I know there were some injury notes earlier today with our guy Stevie, one of my favorite players, Chandler Stevenson. So we'll uh, find out if uh, Stevie is going to be playing. And remember, remember, RTHG and the whole crew from the VGK Insider Show is on the road today. They're hanging out at Born and Raised, the new location, North Las Vegas, 1125 East Craig. It's a watch party. You can uh, check out Ryan doing the pre, the post, the intermission, Watch party going down at the new Born and Raised in North Las Vegas. Uh, during happy hour, well cocktails, wines, and domestic drafts are a dollar off. All bar bites and sliders. If you've been to Born and Raised, those sliders are dynamite. And you know the bar bites are excellent as well. I was making a whole list of bar bites earlier. Really good stuff. Loaded tots, loaded fries, much more beyond that with the fingers and the wings. Just eight bucks. So go check out the uh, Golden Knights and Ryan the Hockey Guy, Fox Sports Las Vegas on the road, Born and Raised. North Las Vegas, brand new location, 1125 East Craig. 
The Steve Sears Summer Tour is set to return this Wednesday. Cofield and Company will be live at Ellis Island Casino Hotel and Brewery from 3 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Las Vegas. Don't blame the players. These same players were great last year. It's the coach. It happens. He's over his head, and he's going up against probably the best coach in basketball. It's like the Celtics are this elegant, talented, five-star restaurant, and the chef has butchered the meal on national TV, and people are streaming out of it across the street to a food truck. The Miami Heat with no frills, paper plates, and for eight bucks, you get the best sandwich in town. They hired a coordinator. He's not ready for the... Now, back to Cofield and Company at the Battleborn Broadcast Center on ESPN Las Vegas. Joe Missoula? We're going to have to talk about him more. Did you like that one, the analogy? Coward? Colin, Colin gets a little off on some of the analogies. You kind of see where he's trying to go, but the analogy is something he's used throughout his entire career. Yeah, they can't all be winners. Darren Millard is with us. He's a radio star over on uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Darren, how you doing, buddy? Radio superstar, please. Yes, yes, superstar. Uh, do you hate Boston as much as we do? Uh, I find Boston unique. Uh, I okay. covered a Stanley Cup final. I'm old, right? So I've covered a lot of uh, series in the past that you probably wouldn't remember. But 2011 was the Bruins against Vancouver. Now, Vancouver was not a very likable team. Uh, arguably, uh, Canada cheered more for the Boston Bruins that year than, than, uh, than they did for the Vancouver Canucks. But we, we had this uh, setup outside the TD Garden that year, and it was a home series. Vancouver won the first two games, and then Boston won the, the next two back home. And we had to shut down our lights on multiple occasions while live to stop people from throwing rocks at us in our tent and our setup. And we had a grand setup uh, there. It was really cool. But I kept thinking, and Nick Kiprios and I were, uh, were part of that panel, former National Hockey League, and we're like, you guys won the games. What would, what would be happening to us if, we actually, <laughs> if, if Vancouver had won those games? We'd be dead. Why didn't you just send Kiprios out to just start fighting everyone? Uh, because he's, he's battled a lot of concussion uh, issues uh, by then, and uh, he was in no shape. I, I will say this. Uh, after I had my bike accident last year, and I uh, finally got back into the uh, swing of things and doing some uh, of my broadcasting duties and the podcast I had, I brought Kipper back on the, on the chirp. And the first thing I did, because I, I, I made fun of him for a lot of years for the concussion stuff, and I just told him, I get it now. It took me a while, but I get it. Uh, everything that he went through. I had to eat some Serious of that. stuff. Yeah, serious stuff. Um, all right, we're getting ready for game three. Okay. And I'm wondering if the guy, one of the guys I've been calling, you know, one of the more valuable players, one of the more valuable skaters for VGK is going to be playing tonight. Do we have any sort of update on Stevie Chandler Stevenson? Because I know what limited practice today. Did he practice at all? And then Cassidy said he's a little dinked up, but he expects him to go. Yeah, uh, said he was under the weather and uh, battling something and uh, did mm. not skate today. I would love to be able to, to give you uh, a little bit of insight. Let me just check. Ashley Vice is walking over to the rink with me right now. Ashley, do you have an update on Chandler? She does not have an update on Chandler. We're, we're, we're waiting like you guys, and I wish because we're here and we're, we're covering the series, and uh, we've been in around the, the players. Uh, wish I had uh, the very latest uh, you start counting back when you don't see a player. 
and like yeah. what what happened uh was there did we see him the last couple of minutes uh did he take a regular shift uh, that kind of thing but we all know the last time we saw Chandler and uh it was uh, the last play of the game and then we heard from him after so uh everything seemed okay then but you obviously don't know if the if he's uh, under the weather or something to that effect, uh, which it did sound like when Bruce Cassidy talked. Uh, sorry, there's a, uh, a nice uh, transportation bus going by as we're used to. But uh, uh, hopefully he can go because uh, he does uh, change that, and uh, yes. the, uh, the, the forwards have been so consistent. Five o'clock start for the uh, Dallas game against your Vegas Golden Knights. Four o'clock pregame that's coming up in about 10 minutes with Ryan the Hockey Guy live at Born and Raised on the north side of town, brand-new location. In North Las Vegas. All right, let's let's go. Uh, let's play Butchie here, uh, Bruce Cassidy. Yep. What ha- if Stevenson were out? What sort of adjustments? Who I'm not going to say goes into that spot. Uh, what adjustments will be made? I don't think he'll do too much other than putting somebody from outside the lineup that can play uh, that position and uh, go in and be able to win some draws and is familiar uh, with uh, with his line mates and. That would be Michael Amadio, uh would, mm. would be my guess uh, on that uh, side, who's done a really good job uh, and been uh, a stable part of this lineup until the last little bit when uh, they decided to make the change uh, with, uh, with Nick Wall moving up and Teddy Bluger returning to the lineup. So uh, Amadio can, uh, can take face-offs, uh, knows uh, uh, and been effective at getting the puck to the net, has had some great moments in these playoffs. And uh, one other thing about uh, Amadio is, He's been really good the few times that he's been in and out of the lineup when he's come back in. Like, there's an extra step, uh, which you'd expect, which you hope, but doesn't always always transpire. Uh, he's, he's always been uh, just uh, had that extra jump to his, uh, to his game when, when he's come back in. So that's, that's what I would expect if Stevenson does not go. And I'm still... Butch was, uh, was leaning, sounded like he was leaning more towards Stevenson being in the lineup tonight, so hopeful of that case. Darren, narratively, when, you, when you've covered this team, when you've gotten to talk to them, have you been able to speak to them on just how they continue to bounce back whenever they give up some of these early goals? I think they're now 7-3 and three in this postseason when they give up the first goal. Like, the mentality of them to just consistently just be consistent, even though they're down, it does speak volumes to them. They do it again, of course, last time out. I just I wonder how much you've talked to them about their mental fortitude and how easily they can get through those situations. Yeah, I don't, I don't talk to them about it as much as I just observe uh, what, what they go through. And, uh, and, and knowing a few of the guys uh, uh, on a little bit of a different scale, uh, a little more casual uh, scene, uh, I'm just impressed how nothing bothers them. Like, there's, there's no um, frustration. There's very little temper tantrums. Like, what, count how many times you guys have heard slamming of gates or... Uh, sticks being smashed over crossbars or over the bench and, and that kind of thing. There was, there was a little bit of that from Marshall the other night when he didn't score early in the game and had a golden opportunity, but, but uh, that was more very personal. It wasn't uh, necessarily something to do with the game and not, not going right uh, for the team. So uh, th- these guys don't get phased at all. And quite frankly, and I'll just tell you guys this, it's not for public consumption, uh, so, so hopefully it doesn't get out, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, like, I'm jealous of them because I, I get rattled and, and I can uh, have, have a short fuse and uh, things, I'm not having a great day and it, and it eats to me. 
and I'm not in a pressure packed situation all the time like like these guys are, and and I, I don't handle it great. And these guys are a couple of games away from uh, a potential Stanley Cup final, and she's like, "Oh, we allowed the first goal, fine." Or uh, we haven't uh, been able to tie the game for 57 minutes. Well, fine, we'll just do it. Like watch Aiden Hill the way he leans back on the on the crossbar. I used to think that he was stretching at his back. I just think he's a cool dude, and he's just like, <laughs> eh, eh, sound like a playoffs. Whatever. I wonder what I'm going to do tomorrow. Eh, I'm going to break par when I golf. I'm going to I'm going to do that. Like the guy wants. He legitimately thinks he's going to break par without ever taking a golf lesson. And he and I have debated this, and Ashley's uh, Ashley bared witness to this. Uh, Aiden and I have gone back and forth on this, and I don't think he can do it. And he's like, why not? I'm going to do it. I've done everything else I wanted to do. And, uh, and away he goes. I just, uh, he's just cool, and I wish I could be like those guys. Yeah, that temper and the snapping thing. Don't tell anybody, thing. though. Don't tell anybody. Bro, you, I'm jealous. you gotta get you got to get that under control. Um, okay, I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, no, I know. I can't. I, I got can't on the couch there. You. I just, I know. You got on the couch. Uh, we got 90 seconds left. Well, I was going to make the joke. Um, if you had Jack Eichel in studio instead of maybe like Chapman, wouldn't that make yeah. you calmer? I mean, that kind of helps the whole call. Hey, look, I got to, I got, I have to ask you five minutes left in the game. Then, then we're down to like, you know, three. Then around 235, Eichel starts making that run up the ice and dumps it in. Uh, Ottinger just kind of pushes it off the side, which was a grave mistake. I thought that play right there, because Eichel followed through and a couple of the important elements, like that was Jack Eichel to me. Like that, that's the jack of all trades. He did everything on that play. You know what I loved it about it is he didn't try and do more with that play. Like he did, you said he dumped it in, right? Like that, that, that's perfect. In, in, in the past or uh, other superstars, uh, because they've got so much talent, might try and make something happen themselves instead of stick to the game plan. That's what they did. They stuck. They didn't give anything up at all defensively, but offensively, they didn't uh, resort to trying to win it off the rush and and get things going in that regard. And I thought that was it, it was a sign of great maturity from Jack Eichel. And yeah, Jack Eichel, if he was operating our show instead of Chapman, we'd be a lot calmer and we'd have better music. I wasn't setting you up to take True. a shot at Chapman. I was just—I took the shot, and then that was it. You over now. You over Chapman. now. You over did him a happy birthday on the scoreboard this weekend. Oh, nice. Like, he's forty-fourth. Nice. I, I love him, but the guy gets a little frazzled sometimes. Yeah. Uh, final forty-five. You guys know this because you guys yeah. are uh, quickly. Uh, I was pointing at him to to chime in the other day, and he was looking behind him, wondering who I was pointing at. Like, there's three of us in the studio. <laughs> who do you think I'm pointing at? What do you think I'm pointing at? He's looking all around like there's somebody behind him that, uh, that I want to, to talk. You got him all nervous, man. What are you going to do? Tightly wound producers and Cofield and Company do not go hand in hand. No, no. It's not like it's very relaxed on, on, on this side of the, uh, the building. I love my um, Ari. Yeah. We, uh, we appreciate the spot, Darren. Enjoy the game, and uh, we'll talk to you when you get back from Dallas. Hopefully with a couple of wins under our belt. Uh, enjoy the game you tonight, you guys. We will. Darren Millard, 5 o'clock puck drop, 4 o'clock. RTHG with the pregame over on Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 1340, 98.9 FM.